0: Like all navigational tools in the 21st century, I fit right in your pocket. I'm a life coach in your pocket. Happy listening. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of life coach in your pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. Listen, I have to address the sound quality really quickly. I am in the middle of moving and I don't know if you've ever moved before, but it's a lot and it's just me and my husband we moved locally we didn't move far or anything but we moved and i'm in the middle of figuring out my office right now and i cannot for the life of me find my yeti mic i don't know what i did with it it'll turn up i know i have it because this is like precious cargo to me but for whatever reason i can't find it right now and i really wanted to publish an episode Now, so I just decided we're just gonna do it without, and hopefully, you're okay with it. Which, if you know anything about me from listening, this is kind of a throwback to Done Beats Perfect. Get it out there, it doesn't matter if it's not perfect, as long as we're all learning, right? Lesson number one, and it also brings me back to being at cause. I could allow this one little detail to just destroy my whole day and. You know, that's just not worth it. It's not worth my energy to worry about it or to postpone what I know you deserve to hear for another day because I'm going to get myself a cause. I'm going to be solution oriented and I'm going to say, we're going to do this anyway because my listeners don't care. They just want the content no matter how imperfect I deliver it. Isn't that right? And you know what? You deserve to have that mentality and that level of grace for yourself in your life. Boom, podcast over. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We haven't even started. Let me go ahead and let you know what we're gonna be learning today. So today, I wanna talk to you about perception is projection. Now, some of you have heard this concept before, and that's great. I want you to try this on in a new way. Listen from a place of, how well am I applying this information in my life? on a daily basis, or even just currently in the season that I'm in? Where can I apply this in a new way? Where can I hear this information in a new way? And for those of you that don't know what perception is projection means, or maybe you have some idea, but you're not sure to the depths of the understanding that I'm about to lay out for you, I would love to have your full attention today. Because I'm going to let you know first and foremost, this podcast might be triggering for some caution, warning, I might hit your trigger button and that's okay. I'm okay with doing that because I know that that's how we grow. That's how we grow our neurology. That's how we grow our understanding of the world and that's how we grow our understanding of ourselves and if you listened to my previous two podcasts, you know that in order for you to grow your neurological level of thinking you have to be challenged at the level of thinking at which you are currently now now let me start at the basic level of perception as projection which some of you have heard and have some concept about but please know that you are going to learn on a deeper level this podcast my goal is for you to be able to see how this information is applicable to your life in ways that make your life easier, because that's what we're all about here, making life easier, right? Well, the basic definition of perceptionist projection is that if I can see it in somebody else, it's in me. That's the basic level of understanding of perceptionist projection. It's if there's one finger pointed out at the world, there are three fingers pointed back at me, right? We've all said that before. If you've read Jensen Sincero's You're a Badass, she has a whole chapter dedicated to mirrors and the mirror that we see in everyone else. And this concept of perception is projection comes back to NLP. It's a presupposition. Now remember, NLP presuppositions are simply this idea, this concept, this theory will allow your life to be easier if you try it on. Okay, so we're just gonna try it on today. So what are we trying on exactly? The definition of perception is projection is simply, I see it in somebody else because it's in me. This goes back to, remember that episode on 134 toothpicks? Our brain filters information based on our past history. It filters information through our meta programs, through our values, through our past traumas that we've experienced and basically it filters information through who we are. So two people experiencing the exact same conversation can hear two completely different things. This happens all the time because we're dealing with two different brains, with two different past histories, with two different world maps, with two different worldviews. So, Basically, what Perceptionist Projection is saying is that the reason I see something in somebody else is because it's in me. It is literally a part of my filter system. It's a part of my personality because if it wasn't a part of my filter system, if it wasn't a part of my personality, I literally wouldn't be able to see it. Think about it this way. Have you ever been having a conversation with someone and they bring up somebody else, right? And your perception of this person that they're bringing into the conversation is a good one. You're like, oh my gosh, I love that person. Oh my gosh, that person is so funny. They're hysterical. They make me laugh so much. They're so joyful, love it. And then you're talking to your friend, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, that person is so rude. They're so inconsiderate. They're so sarcastic. It's rude. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second. I have never experienced this person this way. How come I'm not experiencing that person this way? And how come you are experiencing that person in this way? I'm confused now. Who's right? Who is this person? Are they nice and funny and hysterical and a joy to be around? Or are they a miserable shrew? I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say who's correct? Have you ever experienced this? Where a person's behavior, the same behavior is interpreted two different ways. So I was hanging out with somebody at a coffee shop and the guy behind the counter had said something that I interpreted as kind of lighthearted and jovial. Didn't take it personally at all. I don't even remember what it was. That's how not a big deal it was to me. I was just like, oh yeah, that's funny. Um, took my coffee and whatever. My friend was extremely offended. Oh my gosh, that guy is so sexist. I cannot believe that he said that. And I'm like, wait, what did he say that was sexist? Cause I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Now, again, who's right and who's wrong? Am I oblivious? Does that make me naive? Or is my other friend misinterpreting information? Is she right? Or am I right? Did that guy have malicious intent? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Who cares? What I'm here to talk to you about is you actually get to choose. You get to choose if that guy is a sexist ass Or if he's just making a joke. You literally have that ability inside your brain. It's through your filters. It's how you process information. Some person digests that information and comes out with funny. Some person digests that information and comes out with sexist asshole. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. I'm also not even filling any of the details in. The point of it is if you see it. It's because it's inside of you. The person who doesn't have it, any reaction at all, and literally does not see it, does not have it in their filter. Now, I'm not here to brag and say, well, I don't have any sexism in my filter. I'm not saying that. I actually would argue that I do have some amount of sexism in my filter. Why? Because my friend who I was with saw it and turned and said the word sexism to me. That is a whole level of perceptionist projection that we're going to get to in a minute. Just the fact that I heard the word. But my interactions with people tell me a lot about what's inside my brain. Now, why is this information important? For those of you who are why people, thank you for hanging in this long <laughs> without me giving you the why this is important. The reason why this is important, there's several reasons, but I would say the most important reason is how empowering Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to choose how you see people? Now, I know we might not be there yet, but try that on. Wouldn't it be amazing to be able to decide whose jokes you want to laugh at and whose you want to be offended by? And not only that, but wouldn't it be amazing to just have the ability to decide your boss's intentions? instead of trying to figure out your boss's intentions what if you could just decide what they were (sighs) mind blown but i'm serious so hang in there because that's what we're going to discuss also wouldn't it be amazing to understand that you're not responsible for anyone else's filters you are not responsible meaning if you tell a joke because you think it's funny and somebody else turns to you and says, Wow, I'm so offended. Da, 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 da. Well, you can apologize if you want to, but you are no longer responsible for other people's interpretations of your thoughts, emotions, behaviors, words. You're not responsible for how other people interpret that behavior because you're not responsible for their filters. They are responsible for their filters. Now you can explain yourself and say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it like that, but it's not your job to go around, apologizing to everybody for how they're interpreting your behavior. Isn't that so freeing? When I first realized this, it was life-changing for me because for many years, I believed that I was responsible for how other people interpreted my behavior. That I was responsible if they got offended or if they got mad or upset. And I took that so personally and I took way too much ownership of that. Now it's just, oh, well, I didn't mean it that way. Would you like to explain more to me about what you're upset about? Without actually taking a responsibility in the wrong direction, which is I'm at fault. I'm not at fault. I don't need to own anyone else's filter's but I do have to own my own. It goes both ways. So there's a lot of freedom in this because if I'm not responsible for anyone else's filters and I'm only responsible for my own, that means I'm 100% responsible for how the world shows up for me. Here's why else that's so incredibly freaking powerful. If you can get to the place where you are 100% responsible for how the world shows up for you, then there's information in every single interaction. Every single interaction that you have is your responsibility because it's in your filter. If you go to Starbucks and the barista's rude and grumpy, you have the ability to look inside and say, where in my life am I grumpy? Where in my life am I rude? Now again, doesn't mean that it's to the same degree or in the same context of life, but it's inside me if I can see it. You know, what's really interesting about hosting this podcast right now is that, as my listener, I don't know if this is the first time you're hearing this concept or the 100,000th time that you're hearing this concept. So let me just be very clear about something no matter where you are with accepting perception as projection in your life, please understand me. The first step is just recognizing that what you see in others is in yourself. Now, if this is your first exposure to this idea, I have an inkling of what's coming up for you right now. (laughs) And it's the same thing that came up for me, which is, okay, I can accept that, you know, that person is representative to me in this way, this other person is representative to me in this way, but I cannot accept that person over there. There is no way that I'm like that person. So I want to break that down because I get it from clients too. And I understand it. I really do. I understand it. I want you to take the most horrible person you can think of In your life someone that you know because we can go to the extremes we can talk about hitler and stalin but i'm not even asking you to do that right now take someone that you know that's in your life on a personal level that really just grates on you like this person is annoying (laughs) you got it okay you're like oh that was easy i got it it's here now if you've given this person a label Okay, so I'm going to use some explicit labels. So if you're listening with your kids, maybe fast forward this part. Let's say you gave this person a label of bitch or asshole or whatever word you want to fill in the blank. This is this type of person. Beep, fill in the blank. Okay, so what I want you to do now is break that label because I'm not saying that that label is who you are. That is not what I'm saying. So we actually have to break down the label. If you've given someone a label and you're like, I am not a beep, but that person is, I want you to deconstruct that label. What does that label represent to you? In other words, what are the qualities and characteristics of a beep? And then let's say you make a separate list for those characteristics and you're like, okay, well, in my definition, This person is controlling, they have to have everything their way, they're bossy, they're manipulative, they're rude. Okay, cool. Now I have the list. So I'm going to throw out the label and I'm going to go one by one. Where am I selfish? Now again, not to the same degree necessarily. Maybe that person is selfish at a level 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. They're like a 10. Maybe you're only selfish 1% and in one area of your life. But if you can see it, it's within you. So that's your clue. That's why this is so empowering. Because if somebody really grates on you, you get to own this projection by saying, what specifically is upsetting to me? And where is that within myself? I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to share where this came up for me recently. Now again, I 100% own the projection, 100% own my filter, 100% own my story. I don't wanna throw anyone under the bus, it's no one's fault, and this person shall remain anonymous. This is my story. So in working with clients, very rarely do I become so emotionally invested in a client that I get upset. That doesn't happen. I have really clear, for the most part, really clear boundaries on my client's progress, where I need to take ownership and where the client needs to take ownership. It's not my responsibility. It's not 100% my responsibility to make sure the client gets results. It is 100% my responsibility to show up to the calls, to listen, to point out observations that I see, to be direct, and to give inspired action steps that I know will support the client. That is 100% my responsibility. Just show up for the client. But it's not my responsibility to get the results. Why? Because the client has to be willing to hear what I'm saying and has to be willing to apply the learnings and has to be willing to do the inspired action steps that will get them the result. It's 100%, 100%. So I had this client one time where I felt like I was showing up 100% and the client was giving me about 15 to 20%. That's how I felt. Now... Here's the thing. I became triggered by this week after week after week after week because I wanted this client to get results so badly. It's almost as if I wanted it more than the client wanted it for themselves. So I'm showing up and I'm saying, this is what you get to do. This is what we get to focus on. This is where we get to do the work. Here's all the inspired action steps to take. And week after week after week after week, this client was showing up having not done any of the work, and having not done any of the inspired action steps. Now, as a healthy individual, right, and a coach at this point, I should have just fired the client and said, this isn't working out. Thank you so much for your time so far. You deserve to go elsewhere to try to get the results because clearly this isn't working. In fact, that's what ICF, the International Coaching Federation bylaws, state. If you're not getting your client results, let them go. But for some reason, I started to dig in and I started to become emotionally invested in this person's results to the point where I was beginning to get frustrated. Now, here's my red flag this is what should have clued me in that there was a projection going on because I began to get triggered. And it took me probably, I would say, maybe a month of being frustrated to realize there was a projection. Realizing there's a projection is step one. So those of you who are taking notes, step one is, am I triggered? Because if I'm triggered, and my definition of triggered here is just emotionally invested at an unhealthy level, something's off. That's my clue anytime you feel anger that's a clue that's a clue for you that the universe is providing you with a mirror a projection that you get to work on next so i began to feel this feeling of anger i'm like this client isn't listening to me now it's not that not listening to me is the projection it's all of the things that were coming up to me about this person that i was reading into this situation. So being skilled and trained and knowing what's going on here, I picked up a pen and a piece of paper, which is step two. You get to write down all of the thoughts and emotions that are coming up for you around a person. So I wrote this person's name on a piece of paper, and I just dug in. I'm like, this is what's coming up for me. She's not doing what I'm asking her to do. She's not doing her inspired action steps. She's not taking this seriously. She has an excuse for everything. For every solution, there's another problem. This is frustrating to me. I made an exhaustive list, and I've since cleared it up, so I don't really even remember what was on the list, but I know those were four four of the things that came up for me on this Perception is Projection exercise. So I wrote it all out, and then once I did the full dump – I took a deep breath, and I went back through, and I said, okay, where is each of these things inside of myself? Where am I not doing the work that I know I need to be doing? Where am I saying that I'm going to do something, but then not following through? Where am I afraid to get results? That's the projection. Because if I see it in somebody else, That's clue number one. And clue number two is I'm upset by it. I have a projection going on. Why this is so exciting is because now that I'm aware, thank you mirror, thank you universe for providing this situation. Now I can clean it up because I know where my stuff is. Everyone else is simply a walking talking projection of me and my issues. So that's fun. So I'm looking at the list and I'm like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. It honestly took me 10 minutes, if that, to figure it out. I had been saying for, I don't even know, maybe a year at this point, that I wanted to start a program called Unlocking Sales Mentorship, where I would be teaching entrepreneurs how to increase their influence and increase their impact through a mentorship program where I taught them more about empowering themselves on social media and how to do sales, basically. And I hadn't started that program. And the deadline that I had set for myself was right around the corner. It was like six weeks away. I had said, I'm gonna launch October, 2020. And at this point where I was triggered, it was, I think, September, 2020. So this was a year ago and all the stuff's coming up, and I'm getting super frustrated that this client's not doing the work, guess what? At this point, it's not about me changing the client. Here's what's really cool about perception is projection. When you own your projection and you can say, hold up, this is actually about me. I'm going to go do the work. Guess what? The person will change their behavior this is the trippiest thing that i cannot explain but i promise you it is true if you go and do the work on yourself you can change the way that other people show up in your life it is the trippiest thing because it's all in your filters everything is happening inside your brain so if you can go and rewire your brain you can literally change the people in your lives without having to change them It is bizarre and I promise it works. So I did perception as projection I wrote down all the reasons why I was triggered everything that was coming up for me And then I had to do the work even further and look and say, okay Where in my life am I procrastinating? Where in my life am I not doing what I say I'm gonna do? Where in my life am I afraid of taking action? I got the answer And then I had to release that, okay, if this is about me not taking action, then I get to own that and I get to go take action. So that's what I did. I found the projection and I released it within myself. And guess what? Not only was I able to launch my program that I had been procrastinating for months on end, my client was able to find exactly what it is that she wanted to do. And she was able to go and do it that's crazy you guys that is the power of perception is projection you don't need to change anyone even the people that you come into conflict with the most your spouse your partner your parents it's all information for you to see what it is that you get to work on what it is that you are avoiding in your life where are you grumpy Where are you sexist, if at all? These are the conversations that you deserve to have with yourself. Because when you begin to change yourself, your world and the people outside of you change. And that is pretty cool. Not that long ago, I had a friend reach out to me. And this friend was letting me know that someone in their life, they had gotten into an argument with someone in their life because this person said, you know, I'm worried about you. I'm worried about you because of X, Y, and Z. Fill in the blank. It doesn't matter what it is. Let's make it up. Let's say said friend said, I'm worried about you because you are not good with money. Okay, I'm making this up. I'm worried about you because you are not good with money and you are not good with your time. Okay. So then said friend comes to me and says, I'm really hurt by this. This other person said to me that I'm not good with money and I'm not good with time. And now I'm really hurt and I don't know what to do about it. Now here's the thing. Whose projection is it? Is it the friend that's talking to me or is it the friend who shared their concern or is it mine? The answer is all of the above. The answer is the friend who said, I'm concerned about you, saw something in that person that bothered them. So it's their projection to own. If they're saying, if someone is saying to you, you're not good with money, guess what? If they can see it, they have it within themselves. That's just the facts. Now the other person, the person hearing this, I can tell you for a fact, at least believes that to be true about themselves. Because if they didn't believe it to be true about themselves, it wouldn't have happened in the first place. That conversation would not have happened. They wouldn't have been able to hear it because it's not in their filter. So, because said person believed it about themselves, they were able to hear it and be offended by it. It's a double projection. Now, because it's entering my reality, where another friend comes to me and said, So-and-so said this, this is learning for me. Because now I get to look and say, huh, that's interesting that said person is bringing this into my reality. Do I have any issue with money? Now again, not to the same degree, right? Not in the same context of life. Maybe not even that exact thing. I get to dig further and say, what's coming up for me thought wise and emotion wise that's the projection not necessarily the money itself but if said friend who was told you're not good with money comes to me and says yeah that really made me feel insecure now I get to look at myself and say interesting I don't have a problem with money but if I listen further where am I insecure because I guarantee you it's somewhere I really hope this is making sense because if you can take on perception as projection in every area of your life and understand that every single person, every single conversation, every single situation that you come into contact with, you get to learn the lessons and you get to choose what information you receive And if you're not liking the information that you receive because it's negative, negative thoughts and negative emotions, what's really cool about that is you get to take that as information and learning and say, hmm, where am I insecure? Where do I deserve to do the work? What's coming up for me right now because that's my next layer of growth. When we come into contact with situations, we go inside first and we decide what kind of the world we want to experience. Then we project that world outside, proving it to be true as we experience it. The world is your reflection for your thoughts, feelings, values, and belief. The outer world is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So we can only perceive what's already in our consciousness. Now, if there's a specific type of person that really triggers you or really charges you or gets you fired up and your instant reaction is, no, I am not that person. I would say the harder you dig in, the more likely it is that that's where your learning lies. So look at that person and say, not to the same context of life, not to the same degree, but What are the thoughts and emotions and feelings I'm projecting on this situation that I get to own? And then when I own it, I'm empowered. There's absolutely nothing disempowering about perception and is projection. It is 100% empowering because I own the world around me. The things I like, the people I like, the situations I like, and the situations I do not like the ones that get my blood boiling. Those are also inside me. Those are also learnings that I get to change within myself. Once I do the inner work and change my filter, the projection absolutely changes and disappears. I'm going to give you one more example from my personal life. When I first wanted to start a business, I knew that investing in myself, investing in my first coaching certification program was going to cost $10,000. This absolutely terrified me. Had I spent $10,000 dollars before on myself? Sure. College to name one. I'd made big purchases before, cars, etc. So this time, though, it was scary because I really wanted to be a life coach, but to make that $10,000 investment meant that I believed in myself. It meant that I believed in my ability to finish school and make this dream happen. And that was absolutely terrifying. So I went to my husband and I said, look, I'm really interested in doing this life coaching certification program. It's $10,000 at the end of it. I know I'll be equipped to start my own business. Now, before I tell you his reaction, you need to understand something. His reaction was already predetermined based on my projection. What were my thoughts and emotions and feelings about the coaching certification? Because whatever it was, was what I was about to hear from my husband. That's pretty freaking cool, if you think about it. So I went to him and I said, this is the program that I want to do. It's this much. And his reaction was, was my inner voice that I was terrified to listen to and it said well that's a really big investment what if it doesn't work out what if this is just another thing that you think that you want to do but then you don't want to do it then you've wasted ten thousand dollars are you really sure that you want to do this I don't think it's a good idea Now when he said that to me I was furious because what I thought I wanted to hear was you've got this go for it you can do it but because I was unsure and I was insecure that's the response that I got and it irritated me so I really prayed on it all night I did not sleep Because I had to make the decision by the next day. The deadline to enroll in the class was the next day. I stayed up all night. I prayed about it. I really wanted to do this. And I just prayed. I was like, God, if this is your will, change his heart. Change his mind. Let me wake up to a different answer. Because I really want to do this. And I don't think it's right to necessarily just do it anyway. Because that's going to be a whole other argument. But I really, really, really want to do this. I woke up the next day and my husband had changed his mind. And he said, Yeah, I think you should go for it. Now, here's the kicker. That's what I thought I wanted, right? That's not really what I wanted, even though I thought that's what I wanted. Because as soon as he said, Yeah, you've got this, you can go for it. Guess who became my own worst critic? Me? (laughs) My inner voice? That suddenly popped up and said, but what if I fail? But what if it's a waste of $10,000? But what if I get to the end of the program and I don't know how to do it? But what if I never get any clients? But what if I'm not good at this? But what if I'm not successful at this? Now I had my husband's buy-in. Now I had to deal with myself, my own inner voice, my own inner critic that was saying, no, you can't. And here's what I want you to understand If you have naysayers in your life, they are actually you. That's your projection. You're the one talking crap about yourself behind closed doors inside your own head. I'm not saying it's okay that people treat you badly. I'm not saying it's okay that you have bullies in your life. I'm not saying it's okay that people put you down. I'm saying that's your filter. So what you get to do is you get to go inside and say, I'm not going to treat myself like that anymore. This is the day that I decide to be nice to myself. Because when I'm nice to myself, the outer world changes and reflects that. So once my husband was like, yeah, I'm in, let's do this. I was terrified. Oh my gosh, what if I fail? So then I had to go inside and say, And coach myself and say, okay, so what if I do fail? This is something that I have to try. Succeed or not, I will learn from this experience. I promise myself that I will at least get through the coaching certification and come out with new learnings and come out with a better life. So I committed. We committed together. And then I was able to clean up my stuff so that I actually believed in myself at the root level. And once I believed in myself at the root level, everyone else did. Did you know I never really hear haters? I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure there are people that just don't like me. I'm not their cup of tea. You know, I don't know who those people are. They're not in my filter. I have no idea. People talk about being inspired by their haters, but I question that. Why would you be inspired by your haters? Your haters are pointing you back to the inner mean person in yourself. Take care of that inner mean person and your haters will disappear. I don't have haters anymore. If I do, I'm absolutely unaware of them because they don't enter my reality. Because they don't exist inside my own head. This is the stuff that I really want you to understand. And if I'm being real and vulnerable with you... It was a lot to bite off for one episode. And I was scared that I wouldn't be able to do perception is projection justice because it's a difficult concept to understand. It's difficult to apply in your life. And it's also a difficult pill to swallow. Like who wants to believe that they're responsible for all the garbage in the world? And please hear me. I'm not saying that you're responsible for all the garbage in the world. But what I am saying is that When you look at something outside of yourself and you're triggered by it, that is your roadmap back to your inner heart. That is your roadmap back to your inner self-talk to say, why does this bother me so much and what do I deserve to change within myself so that my world around me begins to be a happier place? That's true empowerment right there. So I'm going to give you tangible steps for my people who are like, okay, now give me inspired action steps because I need it. Number one, where are you triggered easily? What type of person, what type of behavior, what type of language triggers you? Write it down. Then do a perception as projection exercise. What about this person or this idea or this situation is triggering to me, what about it? Make a full exhaustive list of all the things that are upsetting to you. Step three, go back through the list and own every single thing on the list. If you're not sure, you come to the word money, for example, and you're like, I don't have any issues with money. What is the negative thought or emotion that comes up Own that. For me, remember it was insecure. Oh, well somewhere in my life I'm insecure, just might not be money. Okay, no problem. Where in my life am I insecure right now? That's my learning. Then after you own everything, your next step is what can I do to shift the way I see the world? Now I'm gonna give you some ideas, but I want you to chew on that question for a minute. What can I do to change the way I see the world? Here's some ideas for you if you're not sure how to do that. The number one thing you can do is go to therapy. Therapists know perceptionist projection really, really well, actually, and they'll be able to help you own your stuff so you can begin to shift your reality. The other thing you can do is you can hire a coach or a mentor because a coach especially one that's certified in NLP will be able to help you to see the true projection underneath the label and they'll be able to help you level up your life so those are just a couple of my suggestions those are my inspired action steps for you today remember this podcast is always to bring you empowerment that's what this podcast is for because life is a journey and you're the one in the driver's seat I'll see you next week, everybody. Hopefully, I'll have my microphone back by then. Go ahead and let me know in a review, what did you learn from this episode? How did it support you today? I would love to know that. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Life Coach In Your Pocket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of my coaching programs, you can reach me directly at coachrachelbailey.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.